Standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Gale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike Ann and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. It's 10.09. Mike Riley here, <coughs> along with uh, Andrea Lane, our uh, mountain correspondent, who's a former uh, master gardener in Durham County, but she and her husband retired and moved to Mitchell County, and uh, she helped start the uh, Mitchell County Cooperative Extension Service Master Gardener Program. And uh, so she's Woo-hoo. here. Yeah, and we've got uh, our friend from, for I don't know how many, 20, 20 years maybe you've been on the show, Paul McKenzie, who is an extension agent with the uh, Cooperative Extension Service in Wayne, uh, in uh, Warren County and also Vance County. 
You've never worked in Wayne County. That was I Lewis, have not. That was Lewis Howe. That Howell. was Lewis Howe. Lewis yeah. Howe did that. Yeah. Maybe I mean, someday. I miss Lewis. He was he was a great guy. Oh, he was fantastic. And uh, how do you introduce Rufus, Rufus Edmonston, a former Secretary of State? A man who needs no introduction. He doesn't, really. I mean, if you, you – know, but it's it's really sad. People – You're saying mama's boy. People don't read history, and they don't, they don't always know. They may know current events <clears throat> and pop culture, but – they may not read history, and uh, Rufus is an historic figure, and we're we're proud that you're, you're on the show. And also, he is currently the uh, Secretary General of Gardening in North Carolina. <laughs> well, that's no <laughs> lie. I mean, you've got I'm a certificate signed by the governor and, <laughs> and the Secretary of State. You're not a relic. He's also just a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah. It's somebody well, you can, that. That's you can sit down for breakfast. All right, by the way, are you, are you uh, eating a hot dog today at the farmer's market? Or are you going to? I haven't been there lately. I, I'm going by today because I've got to get all primed up for the big game tonight. Uh, Carolina that's the way you, that's the way Carolina you get Duke. ready for a game? A ba- Carolina Duke. Yeah, two Rufus dogs. Don't you have any parties that you go to before No, the game? I, I'm real calm on that. I, I, might, uh, I might have a little party in my garage before I leave. <laughs> but I go, I go to the uh, – the game with, with my friend uh, from Little Washington, North Carolina, the Honorable Keith Hackney. I named him the rabbi because he wears this fun little hat like they had on the fiddler in the roof. And that nickname has stuck with him for years. Why does he like that hat? That uh, style? He so even much. even calls himself the rabbi. Oh. And he's a, a Southern Episcopalian like you. Oh, okay. Well. But he's uh, his father was a longtime friend of mine. Uh-huh. Hackney Brothers Body Works. Uh, a fine sure. family from Little, little Washington, <clears throat> yeah, North Carolina. Yeah, a lot of hackneys down east. Yeah. So he's driving you today. And he's a great gardener, too, by the way. Good for him. <clears throat> he just can't get the show. Does he mind uh, being referred to as someone from Little Washington? No, he doesn't. He calls okay. it that himself. Because I, I, I've no, known yeah. people. That's how I grew up. I, I, it was Little Washington, but some people are offended by that. Yeah. And another uh, uh, doctor, uh, his daughter was a uh, Buffetalo. Oh, it's also, I think of a good name like that. Isn't that a good uh, junior league name? Her name is Buffetalo. I, I, I went to uh, I went to church, and they live down there Yes, now. that's yeah. correct. Yeah, she, they used but to live Buffa in Raleigh. And, and Whit, and her father was from, she's from Little Washington. Yeah. And her brother, Dr. Dave Taylor, is a noted pediatrician from Little Washington. They're just uh, fine people. Yeah. You like the oysters down there too, don't you? Oh my gosh! Yeah, Rooster, Rufus goes to an oyster roast down there. Mm. Put on by the, the Save the River crowd, and it's one time a year, and hundreds and hundreds of people come. Do you swallow them whole? I'm I am absolutely a steamed oyster guy. Oh, yeah. I you want, like oysters I, too? I, I want them least at least steamed now. Uh, I like them. I'd rather have them fried. Yeah. So well, that's why you like your chitlins too. Yeah, I, I I like them. I like them both ways. I think they are are um, a, a vital part of the hog. I'm, I'm baiting him. I want him to. If no. he says anything ugly about what, Chitlin, what you, he'll be brought up before the CIA the investigative agency <laughs> in the meetings tomorrow night. Listen, I, I had to confess, and and I was punished last year. For he wearing had, a tux, he had an admonition. I had, ha- I had to, wear, I wore a tux at a wedding. He didn't have to though. That was the thing. And well, then, I, I just felt. I mean, you, there's confession, right? 
And, and you it was feel good. Like, well, the, the group loved that. Okay. They loved that you confessed to. So I wasn't punished too harshly. Breaking. No, it wasn't. It was just a, a gentle admonition that if you don't have to wear that, you don't need to go out of your way to wear a tuxedo like, like he did. Mm. He just decided to wake up one morning and wear a tuxedo. Yeah, okay. I didn't. That's one of and the rules. I didn't do that. And I, you, well, you can't have high culture. I went to. I, went, I mean, I was in Charleston too. Yeah. Oh, there's so. certain things, Paul, that are forgivable. You, you, if your daughter is <laughs> in the ballet, or something like that, you can do that. But just don't get in the habit of being, being so cultured, because yeah. that that can get to be habit forming, and you right. We don't. We get, don't get away that. from your roots. We don't want that. Gotcha. Yeah, I love the junior league, but we we can't go to junior league events every day. Not every day. No. Yeah. Okay. Glad we got that out. <laughs> yeah, <that was laughs> I am. Good clarification. So we, uh, Bill, Bill has been waiting uh, forever uh, in Cumberland County. Bill, forgive me, forgive us. That's all right. I enjoy hearing Rufus whatever he has to say. Well, I do too. Uh, I, I do too. I can listen to him all day long. No, <laughs> the the late Senator Sam would not recognize the current crop as Democrat. No, no, he wouldn't. And so I, I'm gonna leave politics alone. Right. Yeah, yeah, please. He wouldn't re- he wouldn't recognize either party as as a party well, of old. Right. Let's, let's say that. That is uh, on oak trees and roots. Uh, my first farm I had a line of seven oak trees down the edge of the field n- near the house, and it was stuck in the field about forty feet beyond mm-hmm. the drip line. Oh yeah. And, All yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. That's and right. So I, I being a uh, agronomy graduate from nc state i got my tractor and a subsoiler and i want you to know i pulled up sticks of stove wood big as my wrist out about 12 14 inches in the ground 40 or 50 feet Mm -hmm. beyond the drip line yeah and by the time i had been there for several years i had the most of those out of the way and those roots pruned back so tell him if he wants to really get those roots out of the way Go to the drip line and get somebody with a backhoe and dig them all up. Yeah, that, that's it. That's it. There, there may be a trade-off there. Well, there, there may be multiple trade-offs. One, one may be the longevity of the tree. Well, Bill, we had a tenant farmer one time, and he kept plowing up to the tree. And my daddy said, "That won't do a bit of good. It's not going to grow under there, either the corn or the or the cabbage or whatever." Mm-hmm. And he finally had to say, "Just stop doing that. It's not going to grow under there." Yeah. And might yeah, kill when the I tree. Full of water. We encourage people to plant a sixty-six uh, foot buffer along any wood line, and it does two things. One is you're not going to get much growth along there anyway, and it stops soil from leaving the field and going into the creek, river, swamp, or whatever you got. And we paid them not generously, but it was it was a, not a productive part of the field. But we gave them a little money to not do it. Great wildlife habitat, mm-hmm. and yeah. turn that kind around somewhere. Might as well. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever happened, Bill? Uh, those multiflora, Did they still encourage the planting of those hedgerows anywhere? No. You or no? Anybody mm-hmm. comes near with me, I'm going to shoot them if they come near me with that thing. Yeah, uh, but that that was encouraged back in, in in my my youth, and they're all over um, Great Britain. Oh yeah, they're, and they're they're actually a legume as well, and they will suck every bit of the calcium, every bit of the magnesium. You you have got to burn them and start over from scratch if you're going to cultivate where they were growing. Wow. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that because when but they they were encouraging that sort of stuff. Mm. Back but you, I know how to kill kudzu without chemicals. Well, just, tell, tell me how to do that with wisteria, and I'll 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 come give you a, a moon pie and an RC. Got to burn down the trees too. So how how do you well, do that, Bill, with kudzu? With kudzu, just fence it and put goats or cows in it, and they will eat every leaf of it. But you got to do it two full seasons to choke it out completely. Rufus, you could do that. You get well, you some well, goats well, down well, there in the well, bog. Would that work? You reckon? Uh, I'm serious. Do you think that'd work on wisteria? Well, I don't know if they will eat. Goats would probably eat wisteria, but uh, you know, if you cut it off and let it sprout out, they would they would flat work on it. But uh, I have never tried it on wisteria. But I had a neighbor cut a little tract of timber, and it came. Kudzu was growing along the power line, and it took over that six acres Ooh. in like two years. And Good he was gracious! Wanting to get planted, and they sprayed it twice, and it didn't kill it. So I said, I can kill it for you if you will let me fence it. And we went up there and fenced it, and I took hay up there because if they eat nothing but kudzu, it will give them a worst case. Of, it makes that lick, that cow manure even more liquid than it already is. But we went for a full season. We went for a second season, and none of it came back. And so that, I know it'll work. But it, wow. It's a, yeah, well, you, the, like you said on the wisteria, you'd have to cut it. Uh, and then let the sprouts come up because they're not, they can't reach way up into the tree or they're not going to cut a big two inch uh, vine into. Yep. Okay. Well, it's good to talk to y'all. It's great talking to you, Bill. And I, I remember uh, you, you have called before because agronomy is uh, such an interesting, interesting subject, um, field. I have such a diverse knowledge, and sometimes it's. I try to explain things to people, and they just their eyes glaze over because it is the science of farming. And it is. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. You you don't you don't know until you read about agronomy how technical it is. And and uh, I read I wrote a paper for Bob Patterson on why leaves turn color, and I can exa- I can tell you which chemicals in the soil are overabundant that the plant does not use by the color of the leaves on the tree. Wow. Mm. Now, that, that's not hard enough for you. That's as complex as it gets. It yeah. is. Well, I, I, I'm always curious about this, Bill. The no-till farming, What what, what what's your deal on that? <laughs> well, I like the idea, and it works. And the thing is, it requires a little more chemistry than the average person is willing to you're going to use some chemicals. I'm a beef cow man, and you know what? I use very little fertilizer, and I bring for I buy all my hay off the farm, and so I bring nutrition to the farm. So uh, I plant legumes. So other than keeping my lime up, I don't buy fertilizer. And uh, so you're not I, planting big rows of corn and wheat and stuff like right. that. I don't believe in big iron. I've got my wife said for a while I had an iron deficiency because I was always buying something. But when we got in the beef business and I don't bail my own hay, I buy it elsewhere. You don't have any mules, do you? And a and a plow. I would like to. The, <laughs> the wife says they would be pets if she if I get a mule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How about uh, that? I wouldn't mind having one to do the garden with. Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember that vividly from my childhood. Well, I, I'm on, I'll be 70 this year, and I tell people I've plowed a mule, and they say, you're too young for that. I said, no, we were that poor. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. 
reason <laughs> anyway. Bill, thank you very much. Uh, we always enjoy you calling. Thank you. You take care now. Yes, sir. You too. Bye. 919-860-9783. Andrea, uh, th- interesting conversation about agronomy and and yeah, uh, all of that. Fine, it, right? Yeah. It's, it's intriguing. Where it all begins. Who used to say that? Very technical. And, uh, yeah, and it, <clears throat> y'all have to... Y'all have a lot of rocks, as we mentioned, uh, in the in the soil. Is it is it uh, red clay mostly in your area, or is it uh, what's the makeup? It is when you dig down deep, mm-hmm. but because of all the rocks, then um, it's actually kind of sandy towards the surface. Oh well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Rufus, about what what about your your feel your well uh, you it, it I'm sure Andrew will find the same thing. You've got your bottom land, which is foamy, right. loamy, wonderful. The the New River was uh, the the supplier of that, and then the hillsides are so rocky that you've got a it, it, it's it's not a clay soil. It's sort of a semi loamy, and, and uh, I don't know. There's so many rocks. I I, I don't. I, it I wasn't until I moved here that I really understood what shallow rocky means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because it's soil, there's not just you know, there's not it's not chunks of rocks everywhere. Um, it's plantable. I know you'd have to sharpen a hoe to, four or five times a day. To, you were hoeing the corn to, on the uh, Rocky Mountain. Mm-hmm. Enhance it because it's everything erodes. You know. So. Well. Hard to keep mulch on there. <laughs> Absolutely, oh, I mean, no especially on a hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, very much so. so that was I, I. My my solution to that is to plant native stuff and that isn't as picky about um you know choose choose what i plant a native plant based on my soil conditions and my light conditions you know rather than trying to make some flower that i think is awesome grow in a spot that it's not meant to be yeah makes makes a lot of sense to to plant native 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. Your uh, car is, let's face it, pretty expensive to, to keep up. It's something that, that most of us really need, though, and, and has to be dependable. Well, we have to help keep it dependable by t- having preventive maintenance for the first uh, first deal. And you, uh, you need to go to King's Auto Service because... They can tell you everything you need to, to do for your car and when you need to do it. Of course, the manufacturer does that. We all don't always pull out those those manuals or look at the manuals online to figure that all out. Well, go to somebody you can depend on. King's Auto Service in Raleigh. This time of year, uh, we're still dealing with uh, the cold weather. It was pretty cold this morning, and uh, that affects your car. I'm not convinced that it's uh, as hard on the car as that summer heat, which uh, really destroys a battery. And then the battery ends up in, in the cold weather dying. So that's usually the result of that hot weather uh, eventually affecting it. So that's something you need to, to check on occasionally. We were just talking off the air about hot water heaters. It's hard to know when uh, unless you go up in there and and look at the gauges and and all of this, it's hard to know when they're going to give out, and uh, sometimes explode or sometimes just uh, have a terrible leak, and uh, you know out of sight, out of mind. Well, that your car can be like that too. So 
get your car checked, get all the aspects, uh, get the tires and the brakes checked, uh, for goodness sake, of the batteries. If you have a, uh, a lot of people have hybrid vehicles now, and uh, they have hybrid specialists, specially trained at King's Auto Service in Raleigh. And if your battery, the big battery, uh, which is, is like a, an engine in itself, at least in price, uh, goes goes bad, then they can sell you a refurbished battery a lot cheaper than you might find one at a dealer. So check out. They've been in business since 1946. King's Auto Service. Tell Bing Bailey that we sent it. He's one of the smartest people I know in, in any field. He just happens to be a mechanic. Uh, King's Auto Service, West Street in downtown Raleigh. All right, uh, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here along with Andrea Lane, our mountain correspondent. She's in Mitchell County this morning, Brother Rufus and Paul McKenzie. And Monica's, Monica Wood's getting ready to come on. Hey, Monica. Good morning. And and they sell hot dogs. They have a Rufus dog <laughs> out at uh, the State Farmer's Market. Now, Andrea... Andrea, the, uh, the closest State Farmer's Market to you is Asheville. Have you been to the Asheville... State Farmer's Market? You know, I haven't. I keep meaning to, but I haven't gotten it. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice one out there. I bet Monica's been there several times. And I think it's open year-round as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. All of them. I guess all of them are, aren't they, Monica? Yes, they are. We have the, the four state-run state, state run markets, and it's us here in Raleigh. There's Charlotte, the one near Greensboro, and, of course, the one in Asheville. We're all year-round. Guess which one's the best one? Oh, the one in Raleigh, of course. There <laughs> Everybody knows that. We like, we like to think so, but they're all good. They all have their own special features, and we're proud to be a part of all of them, that's for sure. Now, has the commissioner considered putting one in Wilmington? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I was out at the forum show um, this past week with a booth there, and I had a lot of people that came through that were down from towards Wilmington, and I had a few people to say that, actually. Mm-hmm. So, Might be something to uh, consider for that's uh, quite a, right. a growing area. That's right. You just never know. But um, as, as I told them, you know, we're not too far right up 40, so, or if they're traveling back and forth, so hopefully um, – They'll stop by and visit with us and, until something might change in the future, yeah. so if anything does come up. But um, there are a lot of small markets, of course, that are around that are very um, lucrative as well. Yeah, yeah. The state that are city and county run. So, um, you know, if one of the state ones is not close by, be sure to check out one of the smaller ones. I know there's some of our farmers that frequent some of the smaller ones as well that are out in, you know, smaller communities and that sort of thing. So... No matter where you're at, support local. Um, you should be able to find someone. And um, the Department of Agriculture has a lot of resources on our um, the inter- on our website where you can find um, it's ncfarmfresh.com and visit NC Farms. 
those are two of the websites you can visit to find the closest market or roadside stand near you. Yeah. Okay. Very good. So uh, you you have, uh, I don't know, it's been pretty chilly out there this morning, but uh, I imagine people are starting to, to show up, customers and uh, vendors. And uh, are you still doing maintenance on building number one there, the farmer's open? We building? are. We are, but I tell you, from the restrooms down, we're full this morning. Um, so Great. all of our farmers are just shifted down a little ways down towards the end where the Christmas trees and plants normally are. Um, all of our vendors that are here every day, and then we've got a lot of um, vendors that are popped in for the weekend, and they're kind of from the middle of the building down. So we've got a lot of folks to, to shop with today, and it is a little chilly, but the sun is shining, which makes it so much better. So. Just um, grab a jacket and come out and shop around. And so many wonderful things that are here. We have some of our basic <coughs> vendors that are popping back in um, when it's pretty pretty days like today. Um, our cookie, a lot of people are familiar with the cookie people. They've been here for years. They're here. Our um, Lourdes, the German bakeries here. Um, the Montagues with their baked goods. And we have a few craft folks that have popped in today. Um, have one that's very interesting and um, that they were here for our craft fair and they're here today with their cigar box guitars and those are so unique um make a great gift for anyone and we have some other folks with some other handmade items soaps and various different things so you know be sure to check them out valentine's day is just around the corner and i've I've seen a lot of things over there i think will make wonderful gifts and um, of course with the super bowl coming up you can find all the fresh fruits and vegetables um all throughout the farmer's area and the fresh salsa, that would be another popular thing maybe for the Super Bowl. We're making a fruit tray or veggie tray. Those strawberries are here that are um, the tunnel-grown ones from down around the Wilmington area. And if you haven't tried those, be sure to do so. They have the best flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Mark, sure I, I've got a, a very <clears throat> deep question here oh. of importance to a lot of people. Do they sell chitlins at, at the... Uh, Sausage shop there? I, I, I know that they have chitlins out there. At Nahanta? Yeah. Yeah. Um, most of the time that they do, I know there's been a few times that they have had been out of, out of stock because we've got some phone calls. But yeah, because they are in such great demand. Yes. Yeah. As I've told everyone, um, Nahanta pretty much has everything that the pig offers. Um, and they got the squeal too. <laughs> they, they... Uh, you, can, you, you can get the whole pig if you want a whole pig. I see people drive in with their cookers and they just pull up back there and they load them right up and mm-hmm. and um, actually straight on the cooker so they can go wherever they're going and get started. Um, I, I follow them home. Yeah, and I wait for a day to go see them. <laughs> I want them to cook overnight. I yeah. love it. Yeah, I don't mind helping. Sausage. So much more. Yeah. Yeah. That's By the way, a, you brought up Judy Montague a while ago. I, I have to bring this up. The most unique thing that she does, in my opinion, is her strawberry shortcake in a fruit jar. Yeah, that's good. Oh, it's, she put, there's something else that she puts yeah, in the fruit. Oh, banana yeah, pudding. Yeah, and banana pudding. Banana pudding. Just so good. Boy, that'd be hard. That'd be hard to choose. Oh. Mm. Oh. Is that what you're craving right now? That, that, that's strawberry shortcake, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, and I love banana pudding, too. Yeah. Whew. 
man. But they do good at the, at the Farmer's Market Restaurant, which you're going to talk about over there. In, uh, oh, yeah. They're rotating desserts, bread pudding, chocolate bread pudding, peach pudding, and banana pudding. Yes, they have a great selection, and um, I'm sure they have um, been cooking up those homemade biscuits hot and heavy this morning. Um, they stay busy with those, and if you've never been over to the State Farmer's Market restaurant, it's quite a treat. You've got to come out and bring the family. They do breakfast and lunch, um, just country-style cooking, homemade um, biscuits, and they bring those out with some hush puppies the first thing as soon as you get sit down at the table and have the molasses if you choose to to eat molasses with them, eat them just as they are. They're good um, either way. And they do lunch specials every day and serve breakfast all day also. Um, and they close at 3 p.m. daily. And if you're more in the mood for seafood, you can always stop over at the seafood restaurant with Calabash-style seafood. And they open at 11 each day. And um, Friday and Saturdays, they close at 7. All other days, they close at 6 in the evening. And just a great great couple of restaurants here in our area that are wonderful places to stop and bring the family out and, and just enjoy a wonderful meal and then shop around and support all of our local vendors. Well, we hope to do that because there's so many to choose from. I have my favorites, but uh, it's, uh, I, I love uh, during the year uh, asking the vendors out there how to, if they're selling a certain thing, how, how do they cook these or do you have recipes and for certain things too, uh, they're they're a world of knowledge, uh, a fountain of and knowledge. They, they are, and you know, one thing for collards right now are a popular thing, and I know I hear them say that that's one of the things they they have to tell folks quite a few times their recipes on how to cook and um, you know different ways that you can do that, and you know, there's all other kinds of greens. There's cabbage and kale, spinach. There's a great variety of all that right now, and I didn't mention all the apples, but there's just tons of apples out here right now, several different varieties. I had some apples out at the farm show this week, um, giving away with everyone that stopped by to take an apple to enjoy, and I had so many people to come back and say they were the best apples, and I said, well, of course they are. They're from our, our North Carolina mm-hmm. mountains. And Makes a I difference. Get those here at the market, and um, but I got... I did. I got so many compliments on how delicious those apples were. And um, so that's one of the things, of course, we'll have them um, right on through the winter, um, the different varieties. Fuji's, Pink Ladies, um, Galas, there's so many different ones to choose from. And they have the fresh apple cider and some dried apples also. Um, Ru- honey, something else that we have now as well. Rufus, did you stay up and watch a late movie or something? He's over there yawning. He's making me yawn. <laughs> Well, I, I, it's I, like three yawns. Yeah, in, in I, I got intrigued on the 2020 thing last night. Well, yeah. it was a school night. You need to get in bed earlier. That, that's correct. Yeah. That's correct. All right. I was just just wondering. You usually don't yawn that much, but <clears throat> well, I, th- I think one of the things that I love the most about the, the state farmers market is just a celebration of the diversity of agriculture that we have in the state. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, we get apples from the mountains. We get uh, the high tunnel strawberries from the coast. And if you look at North Carolina as a whole, we are one of the most agriculturally diverse states in the nation. And we're just so blessed. And we're blessed to have 
a resource like the state farmers market that just celebrates that and makes all that product so so conveniently available certainly and you know one of the things we like to say is we're sort of the front porch front porch to north carolina agriculture because you can mm-hmm. come here and you can see so many different things that are grown raised out and made here in north carolina and we are fortunate mm-hmm. i tell everyone you know just how blessed we really are to have the farmers markets accessible and for our farmers to come and and be able to sell directly to the consumer yeah well y'all are the front porch we're the back porch here there you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> uh, and, and you well, know what i think come sit on the front porch with us yeah yeah we should we should we got rocking chairs out back too though there you go and you know when i go to the grocery store it's like a chore but when you go to the farmer's market you know you're getting almost all of the same products and it's it's a delightful experience yeah it's a it's Mm -hmm. it's it's a destination it is a destination i've said that so many times i just need a ferris wheel out there (laughs) or some type of ride maybe maybe monica could ride us in the pickup truck there we go. Throw you in the back. <laughs> oh, that'd be, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. A carousel, pickup truck. Let's have a hayride. We have a hayride out of the yeah. farmer's market. You have a golf cart, Monica? She's the manager. Of course, she's got a golf cart. I don't think I've ever seen you in a golf cart. No, and actually, speak of that, that's something we have on our on our wish list of something that we may be getting. But we do have some of our maintenance folks have. The little gators and things like that that they can uh, easily. Oh, that's what you need as a gator. Yeah. You don't mess with it, just so, a little golf cart. Yeah. Well. So it's fun. That's something to think about. If you could charge for rides around the complex there, like tours. Yeah. That'd be that'd be a lot. I'd I'd be all in for that. Now, who would pay when they can get one for free from Monica? Well, I know, but... And all the groups that come in, and they love to have Monica give them a I'm tour. sure you've given many a tour, haven't you? Yes. <laughs> I have. Yeah. I have, and we always enjoy seeing folks come from all across the state or all around the world. I've had folks through here from everywhere, so it's always fun to, to see and hear all the, you know, the different questions and see how excited they yeah. are to be here at our market. Well, I'll tell you one thing. The farmer's market shopping bag is all over the United States of America <laughs> for all these years that I've gone. And, and they ask for them. It's, get, it's getting to be a, a habit. Well, where are some of those neat bags? Now, you're you giving those away. You're not right. reselling. No, I'm not, I'm, okay. I'm not making a profit <laughs> on right. it. <laughs> He's just spreading the word. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah, at, at Christmas yeah. time, I went to the meeting of the attorneys general emeritus, <clears throat> and this, this one person from state of Washington said, I just love that bag. I have tried to encourage our farmer's market people to do what North Carolina does. Mm. So our, they, they don't go to waste, Monica. No, I'm sure they don't. Good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Everyone needs a good bag, especially when they're coming out to shop and fill it up with all these great fruits and veggies as they're shopping through the market. Well, it's now they encourage you to go to a grocery store. Uh, Linda always takes her own bag. So that's saving some some timber. You know, it takes a lot of lot of trees to make all those bags. And she always brings. Uh, Sweet her, Melissa does that too. Her farmers market shopping bags to the grocery store. Yeah. 
So uh, restaurants are open today. Farmers Market Restaurant, as you mentioned, and uh, making those biscuits, and the and the seafood restaurant, and the Market Grill, which has the Rufus Dog and breakfast sandwiches, and lots of other things. Definitely, and you know, just beside the seafood restaurants, our our craft shed and um, our kettle corn folks. I've been smelling kettle corn this morning, so they're open today and have the kettle corn, which is a treat because they haven't been open for a while. But they're open today, and we have our homemade baskets that are over there in that area that are absolutely just the neatest things. They have all different shapes and designs. They help organize an area. They do custom work as well. And that would be a really neat thing to grab one of those and fill it up with some treats for a Valentine's Day gift. Our gourmet lemonade folks are open. The um, folks with the donuts are over there. And you just never know what else may pop up in that area. So be sure to check it out every you know when you come out and see what's available. If you've never had the gourmet lemonades, they're delicious. Of course, they have iced ones, but they also have some um, hot lemonades and different flavors. And they're absolutely delicious. Especially hot lemonade? Day. Hmm. That yes, sounds like it'd be good for a cold. Hmm. Yeah, they're hmm. actually um, they're very good, and they you have add a little vodka in there. Have some that'll. <laughs> well, they may not have that vodka and hot lemonade. That doesn't sound tasty to you, Rufus. Oh Lord, I, stuff will never touch my lips again. You, you'd rather have you'd rather have ice cold lemonade with vodka. There you go. Okay, and they have both. They have. They even have one that's like an apple cobbler, and it's like a hot. It's kind of like an apple cider, and it's. It's hot. It's really good as well. It's almost like a apple pie flavor. It's really, really tasty. So um, be sure to check those guys out. And we also, of course, for other hot drinks, we have 321 Coffee here as well, and they're doing a wonderful job. So they be are. sure to check them out. Lots of meats and cheeses, the North Carolina wines all through our market shop, as well as so many other specialty products that you can find that are made here in North Carolina. Uh, we oh, One other thing, we have mushrooms. Our mushroom folks are down in our farmer's area today also. And um, they have all different varieties of locally grown mushrooms. So, so many things that are here at the market. Um, succulents, some houseplants are up in our market shops area. They're at Cold Produce. You can find those now. And the old-fashioned drinks, fudge, candies, Valentine's treats and flags and that sort of thing and our bakeries down there cooking those um, cinnamon rolls hot and fresh the sourdough breads and i tell everybody if you come to the market and you leave hungry it's your own fault because (laughs) there's so much here to see do and um enjoy while you're here shopping around well Ms. monica i appreciate you joining us this morning and uh have a wonderful weekend and we hope to see you soon Yes, we hope to see you guys soon as well, and we're seven days a week, so see it. hope to see everyone coming out and shopping around. All righty. Well, you take care. You too. Bye-bye. All right, Miss Andrea, I was I was wondering, I, I, I was thinking about the garden centers in, in the mountains, and mostly around Boone I've seen, for instance. There's so many. Garden centers? Yeah, they have the yellow and you know, they have, all the evergreens are yellow and kind of bluish green, and it's just they just have a different look than the ones down here. I just love the plants. There's mm-hmm. uh, the conifers and and uh, uh, cedars. Yeah, and the so mountains forth. are also blessed with Carolina native nursery, which is in Burnsville. Oh, really? 
and is exclusively native plants and like the largest grower of azaleas, native azaleas. Oh my goodness. They sell both retail and wholesale. So I know like Duke Gardens people shop at, um, at Carolina native for, for some of their plants in the garden. Wow. That's, yeah, uh, that sounds Definitely. like a real destination. What are uh, what it are is. some of the things that that you you master gardeners uh, are advising people to to do this time of year in the mountains? Is there anything you can be doing or preparing for? Uh, well, you're just you're, that's the the word is preparing, starting to plan for um, for your you know your garden for spring, for especially if you start by seed. They're so, raking the rocks like, out of the way and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What we're what we are planning for right here in Mitchell County in our Master Gardener program is um really excited about June eighth in Spruce Pine, which is near Burnsville. Um, there is going to be the Alien Festival. And last year was its first uh year and it was really popular. Do you all have a lot we of were, flying saucers in that area that I, land, well, we or? didn't participate, but we're 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 planning to participate this year, and we're going to talk about invasive species because oh, okay. in, the, in the garden world, they are aliens. Oh, very good. How about yeah. that? Yeah, invasive species. Rufus has, oh, has talked a lot about invasive plants in the landscape because oh, yeah. he, he has a number of, of them. You have a number of them, yes. yeah. Yeah. Some are, some are your... I feel like we all do. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we've heard from Joe uh, Joe the bouncer this morning. He's well. I encountered Joe the bouncer yeah, and um, and, and, and Susan. Uh, I I looked at Susan. She looked at me and and she said, "Susan." I said, "Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what am I thinking? I didn't expect to see you here." That's uh, Joe's wife, right? And he gave from me a, he gave me uh, two Groundhog Day shirts, uh, t-shirts. I should have worn one this morning. Yeah, but they're quite quite. Uh, Great big groundhogs on them. Yeah, and uh, uh, Joe, I I I do not. Uh, Mike and I have the same problem. Our Daphnias have not bloomed yet. Mine are starting to. And I just my one unique yeah. one yeah. is is starting to bloom. So, do you have any Daphnies up? Can you grow a Daphne in in the mountains, Andrea? Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> Too cold. Uh, uh. Well, it's, say, it's not the cold. It's really the, saddens me. It's the it's a usual problem of the Daphne. My brother got through one season with one, yeah. And I'm not sure that it was the the uh, weather that killed it. I think he just tried to baby it too much. Well, that should be a great place. It's I guess except for the extreme temperatures once in a while, uh, that because everything is so much is sloped, and uh, they boy they love slopes. They love uh, good drainage, better than most plants. Yeah. Before we run out of time, we better do the Cliff Joyner Cliff saying what did he of the say day. Today? The greatest use of a life is to spend it on something that will outlast it. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily uh, for us to be remembered, but for some, maybe yeah. something we did for it's somebody like, else. like those super kids that, that we work on. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. That's right. You saw the young lady out over there the other night at the gathering we had yeah and uh she's giving back already yeah well that's good you y'all choose them well uh uh paul uh anything we should be doing in the garden you want to share with us here in the next couple of minutes uh yeah keep an eye out for those 
broadleaf weeds in your turf, uh, it's time to jump on those. Uh, most folks get on that too late. Yeah, I'm um, going. To, that that was a good reminder. You, you need to look out for that and be ready to spray when we get favorable weather, which is going to be you know a little dry spell, a little bit of warmth. Um, and uh, like I said, I do think a uh, a liquid application is going to give you a little bit better results versus a granular. And that's if you are trying to grow a lawn, right? Yeah, primarily. Yeah, broadleaf weeds I, I, coming I am up not, in your turf. So yeah. I, I encourage the broadleaf weeds now because I just it, I just can't can't compete. My my uh, when I try to grow grass, it just yeah. can't compete with all. Yeah. The You'll grass. be a happier man. Yeah, I I am much happier than than sweating over that. I sweat over other things. I worry about your problems, your problems. That that My is problem. Yeah, that's a reasonable strategy. So <clears throat> I'm not, I'm not going to worry. About <clears throat> well, I, I have to do grass. a little thing here, Mike. Uh, I'm probably will not be on the show next week. I'm going in for a little procedure called replacing a heart valve, and I'm, I've been assured by the doctors that it, it it I don't have to crack open my chest, and uh, I I know that I everybody will say a little prayer for me. Absolutely. Not that I not that I think anything is going to happen, but. Uh, if you hear from me next Saturday, it'll probably be from a hospital bed. Yeah, and that's not the first time you've done that. No, no. So we, uh, yes, we wish you Godspeed and uh, in your recovery, and that says a fairly short recovery, at least for this, I think. Well, I hope it'll only be about a day. Yeah, I'll, I'll be bouncing around like a, a rabbit. Race car. You won't be able to drive if a you race think car. I'm, for you a think while. I'm on fire right now? Boy, you wait till I get that new valve. That's right. Ooh. We'll be out and back jogging. <laughs> Andrea, thank you so much for putting up with us this morning. Well, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure, and uh, I look forward to the next time. Yes, ma'am. I do, too. And thank you. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. And Paul. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Paul, uh, thank you, buddy, for driving all the way down here. We'll it, see you next yeah, time. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thanks all for right. having me. Brother Rufus, we love you, man. Ten we love four. all our listeners, too. We'll Ten see you four. next week.